So that in DeBrusque's kind of benching. Cool. Honestly, I'm kind of done with DeBrusque. You're Zach Willage, I know, but like, wow, he's like less than half the play- he's less than half the player that the mythos around him has become. I think. Mm. Wow. My point is, we're still waiting for him to break out, and there's been never been any sign of it actually happening. It's barely in topic. Podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. Welcome to Barely on Topic, episode 513, I remembered today, and I am VA, I have a cold, and this sexy, sexy voice. I'm coming to you from the Eastern Time Zone, where we all, all three of us happen to be in the same time zone today. Yes, I am coming to you live from my parents' from my parents' basement in Jackson, New Hampshire. Um, oh yeah, Mount Washington Valley, yes, that's right. Um. <laughs> That's Jeff. And t- Hi, I'm here too. And I'm also sick. And I'm also sick of it. Okay, Tim and I, we're not around each other. This is just the cold that's going around. Just in case you thought that Tim and I just were passing a cold back and forth together. No, my husband gave me this one. Her husband didn't give me this one either. No, no. No, no, he didn't. I mean, you know... I'm sure he wanted to, Tim, if that made you feel any better. He wanted to give you this gold. That honestly makes all the difference in the world. There you go. Yeah, for Christmas, I got um, this cold and 12 more weeks of Invisalign retainers. Woo! Yeah, and new new attachments on my teeth. So, yay. Yes, it was supposed to take 15 weeks and now it's going to take 27. Fantastic. Still beats like five years of braces, so I'm okay. Okay, yeah, so how was your holiday, guys? Why don't we start with Tim um, first? Let's start with Tim first. Uh, I mean, it was, like, I liked the holiday. There was a lot of gifts, and there were a lot of, like, Christmas movies and stuff like that, so that's fun. But, like, in the height of my cold, the absolute worst day of the entire thing so far was Wednesday. So that happened to be Christmas day. So that's kind of, yeah, exactly. That's kind of how it was. And like, not fun. And today I have regained my sense of smell and my sense of taste. So there is that. Oh, that's good. It's the last night of Hanukkah, so it's like that gift for you. <laughs> yeah, basically. I got like nine pairs of Hanukkah socks. I was so excited. They're not all like of Hanukkah. They're like all fun socks and stuff. I'm wearing a pair that has aliens on them. I got manatees, rubber ducks, and all that stuff. Yeah, and uh, we had Ben over for dinner, and, and I got to find out that... I don't know if he was trying to perpetuate this joke for a couple of years, but it turns out... He he got uh, the the final punchline of this joke in that I thought that he actually had a deadbeat roommate. Turns out his deadbeat roommate he was talking about this whole time was Miro, his cat. <laughs> that cats figures. Are, cats are like the definition of a deadbeat roommate, right, Tuka? Oh, Tuka's not here. I I really thought it was a deadbeat roommate, 
that it was a guy who just sat on the couch and smoked pot all the time. Apparently, I made up a whole backstory for him. I mean, you don't know. Miro might sit on the couch and smoke pot all the time. He might. He might just be that kind of cat. <laughs> right. But but basically, yeah, I, I thought that he had an actual roommate. It was it was Miro. And then he, <laughs> I said it several times that evening when I was like, I can't believe that I did not get that joke for two years. I swear to you, I'm very smart. But man, oh, man, I'm really, really dumb, too. And I found out that Ben likes cake. So that's good. Cause I, oh, I, really? yeah, I made a bush de Noel. Well, kind of. I didn't go all out. It was, it was more like, yeah, I rolled up a cake and I put ganache on it. Ta-da! Um, it, I've never made it before. So next year I'll make a better one. Anyway, now I, I went, we went first because I think that perhaps somebody else has a bigger holiday news item. Um, uh, yeah, um, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I got engaged on Christmas Eve, listeners, um, so that's pretty cool. That's right, ladies, <laughs> he's off the market, like, really off the market. Like, before, they just took him off the shelf, now he's not even on sale in the store anymore. <laughs> <laughs> How else are you going to say it? Come on! Well, congratulations, Jeff, you're getting married. Thank you. I thought you were secretly married before, but that's okay. Now it's going to be like real. So it's not going to be, pre- you know, like the made up. I make up a lot of stuff about people apparently in my head. So you're not, you're not already married. You will be getting married. So Mazel Tov. Anything else you want to say about that? No, you're like, you're blushing and all that shit. <laughs> Sorry. It's good. The only bad thing that we said about you was that you were getting older, Jeff, when you were away. We've grown. We're not making alternate stories up anymore because that one was true. In fact, yeah, you did record like two days after my, my birthday there, yeah. <laughs> yep, and we did a good job. Right, Tim? We certainly did. See? We soldiered through. So, weddings, future weddings and, and colds aside... We got to talk about these Bruins. Uh, we're recording on Sunday night. It's uh, almost the end of the second period of the Bruins game against the Buffalo Sabres in their home and home. And I thought I'd be into this game, but uh, the Bruins are proving to suck. I mean, it's one one, but they're not looking special. No, they're not. They're not too into this game themselves right now. So. I mean, I mean, there are some, 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 some very specific issues, you know. Uh, Krug and McAvoy are not available, and thanks uh, Washington. And Clifton is uh, did not come back after the after the first intermission. Yeah. Now Krug, he left early in that Washington game, didn't he? Like I want to say first period. And and he oh. got put on IR, which McAvoy did not. Right. McAvoy's day to day. Yeah, they're not expecting Tory Krug until after the new year. Which can be nearly soon, but still. Yeah, I mean, and it seemed like they put him on IR pretty quickly. It is an unspecified upper body injury, and neither one of them is in concussion protocol. I think that's the important thing to say. So they both have upper body injuries, I think. So it's not great. That game, we'll talk about that game in a little bit, but uh, that game cost us a lot. I got to tell you. The good thing about the Bruins is that we have we still have enough defensemen to fill out a roster. 
Well, until Cliffy was gone. Until, until Clifton went down, because now the, the Bruins are, are Z, Carlo, Grizz, Moore, and, and Camper for the rest of this game. Uh, yeah. Not ideal. Camper and Moore in the same game is always bad news. Let's just let's just call that call that spade a spade. I hate to say it. I tr- I trust Camper more than I trust Moore. Honestly, I genuinely agree. Like like Moore's just less. <laughs> Whereas Camper Camper comes as advertised. You know, he's a, a, a truly like amazing skater. He he's a great skater. Smooth. He's smooth. He's smooth skating. Quick turns. Fast acceleration, good top speed, and he's six two, so he's got he's got size. It's just the whole playing defense thing. Yeah, just 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 the whole not being good problem. Like again, Camper comes to advertise. He's like you're paying league minimum for for. Uh, well, I mean, hypothetically, on paper, he should be our ninth defenseman. But let's face it, Kevin Miller's dead now. Um, yeah, I I miss the funeral coverage for. Kevin Miller. Do do you think they buried him or cremated him or stuffed him? I think they stuffed him. See, you see, you think there's like there's like a like a Kevin Miller like a rampant bear in the, up on the ninth floor, or is it like in Tweeney's office? Just Argh! I think they put him on a cart with wheels and they wheel him around. <laughs> do you think they use him to play pranks on the visiting team? Like like <laughs> like they, like they, like they, like they hide him in some hidden place in the visiting locker room and they open the door. Oh God, Kevin Miller, no! Please don't pummel me into a pulp. Oh he wait. Oh, oh, nope. That sawdust coming out of his nose. <laughs> they rigged him with some some robotic armatures that they can control by uh, like with a smartphone, so that his his arms will move and it looks like his legs are moving, but he's not really moving his legs. So he's like rock 'em sock 'em, Kevin. Yep, and then his mouth will open and close from time to time. All joking aside, yeah, I don't think that Kevin Miller is coming back, obviously. Speaking of defensemen that might be dead, did you hear the news about Brent Seabrook? Uh, yeah. He's he's gone for the season, and he has to have, what was it? Was it Three a... surgeries. He had a, he had a, he's had shoulder surgery in the last couple of days. He is going to have surgery, surgery on one hip in January. And on the other hip in February. Yep. If you believe for a minute he's ever playing again, then... <sighs> you have a bridge to sell us down in Brooklyn? Among other places, I was going to say, like... You know, I was going to say Oceanfront in Nebraska. Um, hey, how about those smokestacks up in Sudbury? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's so Blackhawks. Like, like, like... Y- it's even worse than Kevin Miller last year. He basically got thrown out of an airplane, and they're picking and they're putting the parts back together. <laughs> oh, know? just like in in uh, in um and Metalocalypse, the first episode. Soon, back together, wrong, back together, soon, back together, wrong. Oh, I love that song. It's like my favorite, like you know, twenty second song. Ah, uh, I sorry, I love Metalocalypse, Death Clock, forever, man. Tim, you were going to say something. Like, with the defensive injuries also, Erho, Vakanainen recently missed games in Providence with an undisclosed injury as well, so... Oh, so it's... So what you're saying since Jeremy Lausanne season. Yeah, probably. I didn't get any Jeremy Lausanne season cards. 
in the mail. Oh my god, that would be such a great thing. <laughs> I mean, it it snuck up on us this year. It, it it really snuck up on us this year. So, actually, I guess the question there is: Are we sure it's Jeremy Lozon will call up and not Zaboral? But like, I I was going to ask you: Did you guys get any Jeremy Lozon gifts for Jeremy Lozon season? I I made some lovely Jeremy Lozon cookies. Oh, oh, that's very sweet. And I and I decorated Jeremy Lozon tree. Like it's it's a tree shaped like Jeremy Lozon, and I hung stuff on it. So it's like Jeremy Lozon, it's I, a Jeremy Lozon shaped tree with little like Jakob Saboro shaped ornaments hanging off of it. <laughs> I I made Lozon nog. I'm not sure. I want to know what's in that. Oh no! Va, come on! Just lots Fuck. of rum. That's all you have to know. <laughs> you will get drunk. <laughs> it's that time of year where we're going to uh, deplete our defense. Yay! It hasn't happened enough this season. Yay! I know. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, it's going to happen. It's better to happen sooner than later, guys. So we're just going to have to ride this wave. Meanwhile, Char like missed exactly wave. one game for jaw surgery because, like, he's a Chara. Well, he planned it. He planned it so that he would miss as little time as he could. And it was just getting the plates removed, wasn't it? Um, getting the plates removed, getting it all cleaned out because it was infected, and then getting them inserted again. New ones, I guess. That oh. Um, yeah, the problem is, is that once you get plates and screws put in, they really don't want to remove them unless there's a need to. Even though, realistically, the bone should heal up better there and stronger so that you wouldn't get a repeat break in the exact same areas. They tend to not want to take them out. There must be exceptions. Cause I have friends that had, you know, well, I guess it was more of a bar, like put in their forearm and stuff. And they've, they seem to pretty reliably remove those. My dad still has a bar in his arm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on how much you want it removed, how much movement it is impairing. Funny story though. The one friend had a larger scar from the removal than he did from the insertion. Like, I think they, like, cut a slit and just jammed it in there for the insertion or something. Because then he had, like, a long, long scar all the way down the inside of his arm for the removal. Yeah. I have scars on my ankle. I have, you know, a plate and, like, three screws in there. Uh, And I asked about having them removed. And they said, we're not going to remove them unless you need to. So. So you have a little card for when you go through airport security then? No, no, I just sell them. They believe me. Mm. Um, actually airport security has never stopped me for anything like that they just do the random searches and you know toss my luggage so see the one time I went through airport security with a knee brace on I forgot to mention it because like I'd only like heard it a few days earlier and like that was a whole thing because uh, like they actually had to be like to, to to frisk me for it, but the pants I was wearing I couldn't roll the pant leg up high enough for them to really check out the land the thing, so we had to go to a back room. It wasn't great. Mm. 
That sounds like not Oddly much enough, fun. that was flying out of Yellowknife that I had to that all have all that happen. Crazy. Oh, like the second or third time they've ever had to have someone go to a different go to the back room for for for, for frisking, you know. Oh yeah. Um I it was actually the Pepsi Center where um I actually had to reveal that I had uh plates and screws in my ankle because that's where it showed up on the uh detector. Ah. It's kind of crazy. So well, better that than than if they'd shown up in like your elbow, because that would have been weird. Yeah, I mean, if like anybody ever asked me about it at like, say, like at the airport, I already have my shoes off. I can take off my my sock and show you the scar. And if you really want to, you can wave the wand there, and you can see there's nothing there except skin, and it'll go ping. <laughs> right, right. I'm not gonna have you feel it because I already don't like feeling it. Because I can, I can feel it. And actually, sometimes when I move my ankle a certain way, I can really feel it. So anyway, yeah, I don't, I'm, yeah, yeah. It kind of tugs a little bit sometimes at the tissue around it. It's not, that's not great. No, it's not great. So anyway, Chara is a tough guy and uh, he can tolerate a lot of pain, apparently. Um, And who knows how long this infection's been there, but he decided that he needed to uh, get it taken care of at that break. And that's that's wonderful. I'm glad he's getting better. But, you know, I feel bad that he didn't spend as much time with his family. You know, Chara, that's that's him. Then he came back and everything was fine. You know? Um, well, I mean, it resulted in him playing with uh, Carlo um, in, in the first of this home and home against Buffalo. And uh, that went well. And you got writers suggesting, oh, maybe we should just do this and have it be in all in all defensive uh, in all defensive uh, uh, zone start uh, a line and play Krug with McAvoy. Which I, I don't know how I feel about that hypothetical pairing. I love both players. I love both players absolutely, and they're both wonderful players. But I don't know if Krug McAvoy is actually a viable pairing. I don't really like it necessarily. But then the alternative, if you're rolling Chara Carlo is then you're, then you're rolling McAvoy Grizz, which is a pairing I actually like. and I think needs more runtime and then Krug Clifton, which no. All right. You know what? As with lots of things, this is a temporary thing right now. Both of the both Chara and uh, Carlo lost their partners in this not the same game. Yeah, it was the same game. They lost their partners in the same game. game. So they are just paired up because they've worked well together before. I mean, I honestly I was kind of hoping in the playoffs to see Carlo and and uh, Chara together. You know, remember how it used to be with Claude where he would do the, you know, uh, play whatever defense, you know, during the year. But then the playoffs, it's like he put a shutdown pair together. I I love seeing them together. I know that they play the penalty kill together most of the time and it's great. So I'm not clamoring to have Chara. I mean, Carlo on the top line, but man, oh, man, he had a good game the other night. It was great. Cassidy's opinion is that he... He thinks that Carlo had the best game of the year of his, you know, his year last, uh, last Friday or on Friday. 
and he would love to see Carlo keep pushing to be that good um, and to put pressure on McAvoy to make McAvoy better. That's that's his ideal thing. So how are you going to argue with that? He figures that teams work better when everybody's pushing each other. And I, I can't disagree with him on that. All right. Let's talk about a couple games because there were only two games that we could really talk about. I mean, I'm trying to multi multitask by watching this game, but let's just admit I'm not really watching this game that much. So it's on. I see you game. It's not great. I've already played the, the commercial that I'm very offended by several times. So here we go. All right. So Monday, Monday, uh, the 23rd in the last game before the break. You might remember from last time, we were not very excited about the prospects of that game. And then we were completely wrong. It was fantastic because the uh, the Bruins came out and beat the Capitals 7-3. to And Braden Holtby had a very bad, terrible, no good first period and never was seen from again that game. Yeah, that was great. That was fun. That was awesome. It it doesn't help that when they were up by all the goals that uh, Washington decided to be a little bitch and like going their way to the end of the game because that's what they did. And they're a bunch of fuckheads. And I'm really sick and tired of that shit. I'm, I don't much care for Tom Wilson. And honestly, don't much care for TJ Oshie either. He can fuck himself right in hell. And yeah, that's how I feel about that. <laughs> I really love the I don't much care for them. That that's very it's <laughs> very main. I like it. <laughs> nope, I don't care much for them. Thank you. Uh is everybody every player on the Capitals are are they all just dinks? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to know. Jeff. Yes. Because also Ovi kind of got goony too. Are you are you writing love notes back and forth? Yes. Of sorts. Oh my gosh! All right. Um. Anyway, yeah, they're they're all freaking dinks. Yeah, they all gooned it up. Oh, and that Oshi hit on fucking McAvoy. There was zero need for it. There was like less than two minutes in the game. It was right by the bench. He didn't make an effort to play the puck at all. And what, what the fuck was the officiating? It was bullshit. That's what like, it, like the Bruins, like, 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 shelled them back into the Stone Age, which is great and all, but like, what the fuck? Yeah, there were a fuck ton of penalties in that game. Deservedly, most of them were on the Capitals, and the Bruins did capitalize on two of those. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Why'd your lights just go out? We just lost power. But your internet never went away, so that's good. Um, I think it's on a uh, backup power source. Oh, okay, yeah. A USP or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, unlimited power supply. Yes. Uh, yes, yeah. Well, that's what happens when you tell jokes like that. Uh, yeah. Um, what joke did we just talk about? What? You said they capitalized on two chances, and as soon as you did, lights out. Nope, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, my house is not fond of my making puns. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to just tell you this. We so often... Uh-oh. What? So you're still on? Yeah. UPS. 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to shout that out louder? <laughs> we have a UPS on the cable modem. Yes. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> this is what it's like to have a computer geek for a husband, everybody. <laughs> I just lost power, but I was still online. It was fantastic. Okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, uh, my my house does not like it when I make puns. There we go. Apparently not. Thank God. Thank God you don't live in that. That Tim doesn't have that problem. Oh my God! Oh my God! His power would be out all the time. It would. He may as well just live in the woods at that point. Really. I mean, I kind of do anyway. I mean, like in a shack, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you my favorite aspects of that game because we could sit in here we could just go over all of the the infractions and all of the taking liberties with the Bruins and, and all that shit you know it's like uh, of course we have a lot of people who are just like the Bruins need somebody to stick up for blah 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 and it's like uh, I mean uh, guys we've tried this we have Brett Ritchie and he's off his furniture well, you know, I mean, there is something to be said that, you know, they decided to take runs at guys when Chara wasn't there because Chara is going to make you pay somehow. And remember, the uh, an earlier matchup, Chara took took on uh, Tom Wilson and fought him because Tom Wilson was being his usual dinky self. Because he so. was being Tom Wilson. Yes. Right, right, right. And has incidentally continued to do rather appalling Tom Wilson things more recently since because he's Tom Wilson. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, it's that story of the frog and the Tom Wilson. So the frog is going across the... the, the I never... <laughs> it's going across the, the river. It could be a turtle, okay? I don't know. Turtle, fine. It's the turtle and Tom Wilson. So the turtle's going across the, the river and Tom Wilson gets on his back, right? And so then, you know, halfway across... You know, because Tom Wilson doesn't want to get wet. He doesn't know how to swim. So halfway across, he takes his stick, you know, and he headbutts the, the, the turtle to death. And as the turtle's dying, the turtle says, but why? And then he goes, it's in my nature, you know. I never said I was anything other than what I am. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Tom Wilson. <laughs> Please let us insert him in other like fables <laughs> and allegories. I feel like this leads us right into the problems. Like, okay, so you're traveling, you're, you're traveling with a with a Tom Wilson, a goat, and a cabbage, and you come to a river crossing in a boat, but you can only carry one at a time. How do you get them across? The obvious answer is drown the Tom Wilson. But um, right, right. Well, I mean, I'm already going to do that. <laughs> Keeping in mind, of course, the Tom Wilson will, you know, cross-check the goat in the face, um, and uh, and eat the cabbage. So and, and eat the cabbage because the, the ghost's not even involved. So really, the solution is just drown the Tom Wilson. Yeah. Yep. My favorite is Tom Wilson's Inferno. Is <laughs> that involves just us getting pissed off and setting Tom Wilson on fire and laughing while he screams? Yes. Burn, baby, burn. Tom Wilson Inferno. Burn, baby, burn. Burn the mother down. Abandon all hope. Tom Tom Wilson. Wilson. Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson's on fire. (laughs) We don't need no water. Let that motherfucker burn. 
Burn, motherfucker. Burn. <laughs> oh, the Bruins are going to the powerless play, so that's fun. A full two-minute five-on-three, though, Tim. Like, that's different. Yeah, that is. That kind of reminds me of a goal that Bergie scored at the end of the first period of the Bruins-Capitals game. <gasps> well, how about that? That's a segue. Yes, Please, it is. Continue. Yes, I'm trying to stay on, on uh, oh my God, that name. I love that name. But anyway, okay. Yo, Har- Joe Haru, I don't know what his name is. Joe Haru? Joe Haru? Yeah, that name. I love that name. Every time I hear, oh my God, that's right. Every time I hear that, I keep wanting to say, I ain't no hollaback girl. Ain't no Joe Hardback girl? Well, <laughs> I mean, it's just, I, it reminds me of Gwen Stefani. The Harajuku girls, it's, Jokahari you girls. <laughs> Yoko, <are> you girls. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, we're doing a really good job of barely being on the topic here. On you could say that is the name of the podcast. Holy right, shit. It looks like Jokaharju is really trying to join the uh for oh no, that's Johansson's really trying to join the uh penalty box a little bit there. Wow! What is going I didn't on? realize that this penalty was was apparently Jake McCabe and Johan Larson, um, simultaneously, respectively, slashing and hooking Marshawn at the same time. That's some um, that's like next level penalty drawing on the part of Marshawn. Oh, they're gonna only give him one. No, give them both. What? Like everyone tweeted this, and it's not a five on three. The the the, the, the fuck. Go home, refs. It was supposed to be five on three. Yeah, it's just, oh, it's a four-minute power play. It's a four-minute. Refs, just just go, nope. turn, go somewhere and turn your backs on Tom Wilson, please. Why refs. is it a four-minute power play? Because they did consecutive minors instead of concurrent. Maybe. I think I'd rather concurrent. Although consecutive does mean that if one goal you score a goal. Well, I mean concurrent too. You just goes to five on four. What is happening? I. I, st- I mean. Ty Anderson specifically said he has no clue what's going on. Oh, damn it, Ty. Okay, so it is a four-minute power play now. I'm behind. I guess my feed is behind. I'm using YouTube TV. Apparently, it's behind a little bit. Yeah, I'm trying to figure this out. The Both penalties are on Larson, not Jake McCabe. Yeah, that's... Okay, so one was tripping against Nebraska and one was hooking against Marshan. Both being... By the Somehow same guy. both being by the same guy. Yep. Which, like, refs, you should be embarrassed if that's the case. Yeah. Because, like, how do you not, like, you know, call him for the first one? Well, there was a delayed, because Rask was off the ice. So there was a delayed penalty initially with with the DeBrusque, and then Marshan went in for the goal. And oh, there my was God! A... It was Jake De... Was that Jake DeBrusque, or who was it? Was it... Who scored that? Someone I don't didn't know that anyone scored. So oh, I'm sorry, Tim. In the in the future, somebody's gonna score. It's gonna be Jake DeBrusque. One assumes Kroger's just gonna like literally nail Larson's dick to the bench after that. (laughs) Just like Larson's gonna come out of the box and and Kroger's gonna be standing there with a fucking nail gun. It's like drop trous, drop trous on. You know what ha- you know what comes next. <laughs> okay, it was Dave, Jake DeBrusque. Oh, that was two forty six. So they should still get another two minutes, right? 
I I would think so. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yep. Two minutes. Here we go. Um, that's good. All right. <laughs> Getting back to the Capitals game. <laughs> I want to share my favorite moments of that game. One, there was one time where Brandon Carlo uh, was down with Ovi down in. Oh my God! They just scored again. Fucking Hell Brubusk yeah. again. Are you sure it's not a replay? No, it's a new one. It's a new one. It's fucking you know what this happened just because, like, but to start before we started recording, I did say how I was, you know, feeling kind of down on DeBrusque as a player. So, like, and I did say that this is about the time he starts to get hot. There you go. You're welcome. So, team Tim, this was a team effort. Um, uh, pound it. Yes, absolutely pound. All right. So, okay. So Jeff got the uh, got the goal, and uh, Tim, you got the primary assist. I oh. did not factor into this at all. So, it's all right. It feels good good to be not part of the goal. I was just on the ice for it, you know. I got a I'm a plus 1. Okay, anyway, so getting back to that game. <laughs> yes, the Bruins are up by 2 against Buffalo in the third. Thanks to two Jake DeBrusque power play goals. The second one was a bad angle off the pad and in. So Brandon Carlo in that game against the Capitals, at one point he's down in his zone with Ovi. All right. And masterfully, he manages to play the puck away from Ovi and butt check him into the boards. Loved it. That was like my favorite sequence in the game. I'm like, you go, Brandon Carlo. I'm so glad that I bought in on you early. Man. Okay. I was gonna say you 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 were on the on the Brandon Carlo train from what his first uh, his first development camp. Um, I mean, yeah, I saw him in that game down in Providence, and he made a smart play, and I liked it. And I was like, that I like that guy. Okay, not his first development camp. So at the end of his uh, last season in the WHL, righto. Right, right, right. I mean, before that, and then when he came up to the Bruins and he wore seventy three, I felt like it was like meant to be. And then of course he changed. That's right. Number. Yeah, he was 73 until uh, the first game of the season when he became 25. So, um, And then he made it great again, so it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, and then my, um, um, my second favorite part of that game uh, was when there was a goal. Uh, uh, first of all, I loved, okay, loved the coil shorthanded goal. It's like, that was fantastic. You know, love that Berkey got two goals in this game. So fantastic. You know, I love that Corelli was on the third line playing left wing. Love it. Because, but my favorite goal of the game, it was uh, the Krejci goal late in the third. I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. The Sabres just scored. Okay. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. Jesus Seriously, guys, for fuck's sakes. Oh, that was an ugly goal. Fuck all. Also, was there no interference with Rask there? What the hell? Fuck, it was give Curtis fucking Lazar. Really? Oof. I mean the kid the, 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 the kid they ate the fucking burger off the ice. Really? Him? Ugh. So that goal, Cassidy rolled out Coil, Krejci, and Corrali for that shift as a line. Coil went in after the faceoff. Bergy came in, but by that time, Corelli and 
and uh, Krejci were down on the other end of the ice. Corrali had gotten the puck away from a couple of defenders uh, on the boards, got it up into the front of the net, and Krejci scored. Loved that goal. I just loved it. It was like, how many centers can we have on the ice? All of them. Just put all of the centers on the ice. All at once. I mean, that would be like half the forward group because like even like Danton Heinen is arguably a natural center. Okay. Yeah, it, it, but... does, it does not matter. It was just like, it was that line. I just loved that, that they went out. And of course the goal resorted, it, it resulted from it. It was fantastic. I loved it. So, yes. So the Bruins managed to win that game 7-3. to three. It was never close. And Capitals just were assholes. Yeah, yeah. They just, they just, they, they knew they were losing from word go. And they just gooned it the fuck up. But yep. I, I did think about how Braden Holtby, I, the words that, that Jeff has said quite often this season, no, Braden Holtby is bad now. Or, or Braden Holtby is bad now. And uh, yeah, he was. He was really bad in that yeah, game. That, that played out. That was nice, yes. Um, Just to... Just, just to, to be to stress how bad because I would like to do so. Braden Holtby um, saved eleven, uh, seven out of eleven shots for a point six three six save percentage in twenty minutes that game. Yeah, that was bad. I'm pretty sure the team had a point six six combined. Um, his 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 relief. Um, uh, so Ilya Samsonov, no joke, save made three saves on four shots. Oh God. Yeah, in thirty-seven forty-one, basically, like a lot of the Bruins' late scoring, so the Krejci goal and the and the and the Bergeron goal were uh, no, sorry, the second Bergeron goal, my bad, were, were both empty netters, right? They, basically, the entire third period was an empty net. Was the empty was an empty net for them because, well, let's face it, the first and second were also empty nets for the yeah for, for the Caps. Um, <laughs> I guess you could say, like, you know, never mind. That was a bad one. Oh, my God. Tim that thinks wouldn't the have was bad. That wouldn't have worked. That would have been a bad one. Okay, then. I mean, how many of them really do, buddy? <laughs> yeah, that one, it, it, this one's too much. Uh, it's too much of a stretch. Is that stopping Just because before? So just going to say the goaltending kind of capsized on Washington. <laughs> Honestly, Tim, I kind of like that one. Yeah, that was yeah, I like that one too. Oh God! All right, so then the Bruins had a three-day break for Christmas and all that stuff. So the Bruins came back uh, on Friday up in Buffalo. Uh, they had a traditional morning skate and all that shit. So um, I'm happy to say that the Bruins won that game, which I don't know if they're going to do that. Yeah, it was the shutout for Halak. It was his 50th shutout. 50th, yeah. Yeah. And 26 shots. It's reasonable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Everything was working and he did not take, he did not have any adventures. I think that's the really important thing. Yeah, oh gosh! Yeah, like I know I wasn't here for the show, so we're not talking about that. But fuck, what the hell was that against the against the Preds? You know that game. I would have sworn that you were at that game, Jeff. 
That's how badly the Bruins play. <laughs> you know it to be true. I, the Bruins have won a majority of the games I've been to. Just only one of the ones I've been to with you. <gasps> You're blaming moi? Uh-oh. Also, I will point out that two of the five Bruins games I've been to were against the Senators. Okay. One of them was the one that, and that, that, even though he had just recently signed an extension, ultimately ended Dennis Seidenberg's time in Boston. But um, it was the knee injury game. Um, you know, and I... the other one, and the other one was was Carter Camper's only NHL goal because you know that's the thing worth remembering. I regret nothing. Nope. Nope. Um, no, I, I actually, you know what? It wasn't you who exclaimed this during that game, but it was Charlie McAvoy who exclaimed, Oh, but it's my birthday. It was the day after my birthday. So obviously it wouldn't have been me. <laughs> oh, Charlie, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, remember that that was so great. And when, when Ty Anderson pointed out that, that, that he heard that, it's a proud day for you. <laughs> it's uh, it was my, 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 my moment of fame. Um, me and the poor drunk uh, in the balcony immediately below where Ty Anderson was sitting. <laughs> yeah, if we ever interview him, we can, uh, we can ask him if he remembers that. And you can tell him it was you. All right, so uh, the Bruins uh, played. Uh, it, shout out Buffalo, blah, blah, blah. Just want to point out that my boy, I know I talk about Sean Corrales a lot, but everybody knows that my original boy on this team is Brandon Carlo, right? I love him so much. Time has changed since I met him. Really, the way we tell time has changed since I met him and took a picture with him. And if you ever meet him and you say, can we have, can we get a picture? He, he says, of course. Oh, my God. Anyway, Brandon Carlo on fire, led in ice time, was a beast in that game. And he got another goal. Oh, I'm so proud of him. It was an empty netter. He didn't. He did not toe pick. He did not fall. And he did not miss the empty net. Yay, Brando. Growth. Growth. So, so, so proud of him. So proud of him for that. I can't believe that you have nothing to say about this. Brando did the thing. What more is there to say? He's got four goals this season. Which is far more than, than the McAvoy. Um, McAvoy's having a rough time on that front. Yes, yes, yes. He's eclipsed his toy, uh, point total for last year already by two. I predicted he was going to have double digits in goals. I, I said 10. So I'm looking forward to it, Brando. Come on, we can do it. You can be on fire. I love it. Yeah, McAvoy, I don't know what's going on with him, man. He's got a breakthrough. He's not playing poorly, though. Like, defensively, he's playing pretty awesome. No, he's just just, just super snake bit. Yeah. It's like that year that uh, Krug was, and he had like that two percent like goal rate on shots or whatever it was like two percent shot rate or something like stupid 
and it was like a re- he had like he had like forty eight assists, but he had like three goals. It's kind of how like McAvoy is this year. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe what he needs is for uh, Bergie's daughter to give him a pedicure. Yeah. I mean, because Bergie was pretty much on fire for the last like three games. He's going to say that was three multi-goal games in a row, which uh, apparently no one had done since uh, Neely, I think. Yep. So get hot pink nail polish, get that that uh, pedicure from Bergie's daughter, and you should be all set. I think that everybody on the team should be lining up, making an appointment because she's only got little fingers; she can't do all of them all at the same time. So, so Bright Richie persists. He's in this game tonight. And I'm ready to blame him for the the Bruins playing a little crappy, but I know that's not the truth. Brett Ritchie wishes he was Jimmy Hayes. Jimmy Hayes got a hat trick once, remember. Brett Ritchie, he wore a hat once. And he did a trick once. There you go. And he looks like a hat once, too. Actually, I want to point this out. Since the last, since the last time we spoke, Jeff, Nolachari has gotten two hat tricks. Yo, what the fuck is that, right? Oh my god, like, it was like the best like fucking thing. Egg, good for Noel, but like, holy shit, like, like, how? He's also scored tonight, he has 13 goals on the year. Ah, I love it. Good for him. Like, like, absolutely fucking good for you, man, but how? Quenville knows how to use him. He's been playing I mean, don't get me wrong, no, Achari's got hands, right? He can't pass for a ship, but he's got hands. He's been playing on a line with uh, Trocek and Huberto. Oh, that would explain it. He's just just playing way the fuck up the lineup from where he normally would be. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but he's playing with them and he's playing up to them, I guess. So Clearly. Okay, I would like to read this hockey haiku that I wrote about Brett Ritchie today. Ready? Big body on third. Subtraction by addition. Ritchie, go away. <laughs> Yes, Richie, please just go the fuck away. Wave, Brett, Richie. Wave, Brett, Richie. I will, I will not wave when he goes away. I, I, I thought the subtraction by addition was a really great line. I, I, I honestly, that, that was pretty solid. That was a solid haiku. Like I, fucking a. I wrote that in bed this morning when I looked at the lines and I went, no, I don't like them. I would not like Brett Ritchie on a boat. I would not like Brett Ritchie with a goat. I would not like Brett Ritchie here. I would not. I would. I would like Brett Ritchie kicked in the nuts by a goat. <laughs> <laughs> would you like some Brett Ritchie and and ham? No, I would not like Brett Ritchie and ham. <laughs> turkey though, I may take the turkey. No, because it would still involve Brett Ritchie. Yeah, you know. Like at this point, I would trade him. I would trade him one for one for for Jimmy Hayes with the understanding that Jimmy Hayes was mandated to be on the roster because, like, I'm just so fucking done with this. So fucking done with this. Even Connor Ryan said that the Richie experiment needs to to end. He's not doing anything. Yep. Now uh, I did notice, of course, Coolman uh, is starting to to um, uh, skate. There isn't a timeline yet, but he's skating and. In the white jersey. So not even no contact, I believe. Yep. Yep. Um, and everyone's saying, well, who's going to have to go down when Coolman comes? Maybe Coolman will get resigned Providence. Counterpoint. Maybe they'll just fucking wave Brett Ritchie and be done with this shit. 
Yeah, I'm all I'm all set with it. I really am. I have no idea what time he's played tonight. I haven't really noticed him in particular. Too much? Uh, I mean, he's played it all, ergo too much, yes. I think he's on the ice right now, actually. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, well, no. Man, he's not doing anything. I mean, there that is the one thing I'll give him is I don't think a lot of things happen against the Bruins when he's on the ice. Oh, no, he just gives the puck up. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I get for trying to be nice for a moment. <laughs> fuck you, Brett Ritchie. Uh, I think he was trying to forecheck, but that didn't really work. Yeah, he tried to clear the puck, and then it didn't go well. I, I just genuinely can't wrap my head around why they're sticking this around. It's, it's, try sticking this out so long, right? You know, Sedition's back in Providence. If Sedition's got works, but like, based on what we saw, he's objectively better than Richie. Eight minutes and 49 seconds for Richie tonight. Already? Yep. Well, we're Fuck. like six minutes to go in the third. He might get another minute. He's playing on the third line and he's playing like 10 minutes. That's not good. No, it's no not that's good. definitely more minutes than you want um, Brett Richie uh, to have. Well, because the amount you want Richie to have is, you know, zero. healthy scratch. Yeah, I want him to have zero minutes. I would like him to be like on nacho duty, but then like fuck up when feeding, when feeding Neely the nachos, and therefore just get like Neely grabs him by the balls and throws him out of the and throws him out of the press box, and so that's how he ends up on the ice on a direct one way non non elevator involved trip to from from the from the ninth floor. <laughs> It'd be messy to witness, but there'd be no more Brett Ritchie, and that'd be nice. Oh my God! Um. Well. Like, I just want him gone. Like I, I don't wish I don't wish him specifically personally ill will, but at this point I'm willing to accept ill will of Brett Ritchie if it makes him go away. I think the other thing that annoys me about Brett Ritchie is he's number eighteen and I actually like the number eighteen, so this piss also pisses me off. I'll point out that eighteen's a bit of a cursed number in Boston. Who else wore eighteen? Oh wait, no, never mind. I take that back. Thornton and Sagan were nineteen, weren't they? Yep. Yep. That's Sinition. <laughs> I think Thornton was also six at one point when he first came up. So <laughs> Thornton got both six and 19. Woof. As long as he didn't get, you know, hit with like any other cursed numbers. You Richie, know? that was awful. Richie was wide open in front of the net and that shot was bad. Isn't that exactly the sort of things we were told he was supposed to be a good okay at? You know? Well, remember, like, the first goal he had. The first game of the year, and yeah. And the first game, that's basically what he was doing. He was just right in front of the net and just, boom, right in. It's just he decided that was, okay, I no longer need to do stuff. I did a thing. I did one thing. I, I'm not going to sit here and point out he has more goals than McAvoy. That's mean. <laughs> but, I mean. McAvoy does things, I know. Lots of things, whereas Brett Ritchie does not do things. So I this could work one of two ways. Brett Ritchie could persist to suck. Or Brett Ritchie could come back the next game, because it's not going to happen this game. But he could come back the next game and be, like, awesome. Because you know how we are. We like to talk shit about players on and off the podcast, and they do better that way. See, the difference here, though, is that I genuinely don't believe Brett Ritchie's capable 
of not sucking. Like sucking yeah. is just his way. Like his default state is just is Suck. is just Dyson. You should probably change his name to Dyson Richie. <laughs> because if he were a Roomba, he'd be able to to go around on his own. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the point, like, if it's a Dyson, you know, he just sucks so hard that not even, like, the dye in the carpet escapes him. <laughs> and also, if he were a Roomba, he'd actually, like, be useful and, like, clear the ice. He doesn't even do that. <laughs> now I want to get a... Now I want to get a cardboard cutout. Brett Richie put it on my vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I mean, it would still be doing more than Brett Richie actually did for the Bruins this year. I agree. The cardboard cutout on its own does more than he does. Oh, no, not that trip. Did you just do that, you dink? Oh, guess who's in the penalty box, guys? Brett Richie, that was stupid. That was so obvious on the plus side dumb. this means on the on the plus side this means we won't see him on the ice again for a long time i mean there's 4 minutes left in the game what's he doing on the ice anyway considering it's protecting a one goal lead mode yeah considering basically like in terms of forwards it should just be like Brad Patrice and Heinen well right now it is Brad and Patrice and then it is Chara and Carlo Charlo! I mean, if you're going to kill, you're gonna kill a penalty, that's how you fucking kill the penalty right there, yes. Charlo! I love Charlo. You know what? I, one thing I want to talk about right now. What's that? Can we talk about how David Pasternak, he is the Atlantic Division captain in the All-Star game. And he's really excited about it. Hell yeah, Pasta. Also, he, ups- also, he really upset the dark guy yesterday. Oh, really? big time. How? So, 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 so at the World Juniors yesterday, um, uh, um, uh, the, the, uh, Arizona Coyotes prospect Barrett Hayton, um, didn't take his helmet off, uh, when they were playing the Russian national anthem after Canada got whomped. Incidentally, America beat Russia today, Erico, America beat Canada in hockey, so yay. And so, uh, Pasta just, you know, responded to the, the to this with like double with like a double um, uh, thumbs down emojis. Yeah. And the dark guy like took some serious fucking issue with that. Oh my god. And he was like, "Oh, like you've never made a mistake when you were younger, huh, Pasta? Yeah, come on." He was really in his feelings oh, about uh, it. Oh, and then like people were calling out the dark guy, and he's like, "Oh, but he should be calling out his own teammates for making classless moves." At which point, I blocked and muted the dark guy because fuck that. Fucker, you're famous for smoking a fucking dart at a Caps game while having your face painted like a dumbass. Like, seriously. Fuck you. And you get a blue check mark for it. <sighs> well, didn't he get, like, some kind of scouting job out of that? He did. Yeah. And, and he already did radio or something. I don't know. Some bullshit. Anyway, I don't care about Dart Guy. I never have. And you shouldn't either. No. No. Just, just go back to hacking darts, dude. Just go back to hacking darts. It's your only skill. Really? Seriously? Smoking cigarettes a, a skill? My, my point is that he doesn't have skills. I know. Okay, okay. 
Got it. <laughs> Sorry. Remember that time when I was telling you I'm really smart, but sometimes I can be really dumb? You know, i.e. the uh, Ben's roommate? Yes. So that was me. Sorry. Right, right, right. Yes, okay. Perfect. Okay. Come on. You know I'm smart. I do. Okay, good. Thank you for saying that because Glenn would let me linger for like a few minutes before he answered that. Um, and I'm married to him. So, yes. Okay. So here we go. Pasta's excited about being the captain. He was asked about, or he was talking about Ovi, and he's like, you know what? That's fine that Ovi wants to take the game off, and, you know, he's going to do his thing, and he knows his body, and, you know, and that's fine. I play hockey because I love to play hockey. I play it for the fans. I play it for me. Um, I just love to be playing hockey, so I, I will enjoy playing in this game. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love this kid. I love this kid so much. How can you Pasta's not love great. I, how can you not love Pasta? He's just like he's he's this goofy He's just so kid. fucking happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, it's, everybody's like, "Oh my god, his Oh, no, you missed it." Um every you know, everybody's like, "Oh, he took such a deal to stay with Boston." It was never necessarily about the money. He was going to make bank. You know, he wanted to play hockey. He wants to play here. You know, he's pretty much worshipped here. Why not? Right. I mean, I can think of like, could you imagine? I could, I could not imagine like playing in a market that isn't super big on hockey, like Florida. Could you imagine pasta playing in Florida? He'd probably oh enjoy it. He, he's not the kind of guy that, that would that would thrive in a in a small market because he's a larger than life personality. Like why on earth would a larger life personality want to be in a market where you're anonymous? Bob, I think that he would love to play hockey there, but my point is, is that he'd be wasted. Well, no, that's my point. If you're larger than my personality, and you're in a market that it doesn't matter if you're a marketable guy, it doesn't change the fact that you're playing in a market that no one fucking cares. And like, I'm not one to knock, you know, Sunbelt Sunbelt Gate teams, but like, fucking, this is Florida. Come on. I, 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 to to be fair, I like what Florida's doing. I like that they're they've thought about building up in such a way and they got Quenville and but but honest but the only reason the team's viable is because they have the most impossibly good arena deal the team makes money on every concert that plays there the team doesn't own the arena well, that's crazy that is really really it's crazy. the only reason Florida's viable viable hmm. they don't they, 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 they don't sell enough they don't sell enough tickets I know. I often think about how easy it would be to get tickets when I go down there sometime. I can't believe that Pasta is only 23. Like, seriously. I keep... It, it feels like he's been such a fabric of the team for so long that I... Just say he's 23, it just doesn't make sense to me. Hey, they win. Three to Yay. two. Yay! Fuck you, Buffalo! Buffalo. Guys on Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> you guys did ever see you guys did see those videos, right? The, the guy in the Buffalo videos? They yeah. were a thing years ago. They're the best thing ever. I don't think still so. Are. I don't <gasps> think I've seen them. Just like a couple and of And the them. Bills lost today too to the Jets. Poor Buffalo. That's a rough draw. Yeah, but the Bills are in the playoffs. Yeah, so they are. So, you know, good for them. You know, 
they had their their playoff berth like locked up like a couple weeks ago so good for them but anyway so i you know what i'm excited that pasta wants to play in the asg i think that's a good look you should want people to want to be there yeah you know i get it like it's a long season so you got to take a break wherever you can i get it so i'm not going to not going to crap all over Ovi for that, but I just like the pasta wants to be there. You know, Ovi's Ovi's skipped them before. This is not the first time he's got a he got a suspension one one year in the past for doing it. Yeah, I don't last, remember what year it was. It was, la- it was a season. while ago. No, 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 no. Oh, he did it last year too. Yeah, he did. Okay, he's, he's done it. He's, he's done it a bunch of times then. Yeah, he he just is like, I'll take the one game suspension. I'm fine. This is at least this is at least the third time then. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know what? It's fine. I don't think that players should be mandated to have to play in it. But, you know, I think it's a good look when you decide to play in it. I don't like how they do the voting anymore. And I actually said, oh, go vote for him. And I never voted. (laughs) But that's okay. I wanted Brad Marchand. Brad Marchand to be a captain because that just still makes me laugh. Oh, just again, because he just turned so many... So many people into just white hot balls of rage. You know, people that defend uh, actual, like, like genuinely dangerous players like Nazem Kadri and Tom Wilson. Oh yes, it, last week it was like you guys, you 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 guys say all this stuff about Wilson, but you have Martian on your team, and I'm like, Marshy doesn't it, do half the shit. It's like Martian's dirty, but like not in the same way. No, there's there, there, there's there, there's different degrees of dirty here. And he's really not that dirty anymore. No, like I, I, I'm just acknowledging. It's like he has a history of being a little dirty, but like, like Slufo, If you want to equate, equate a Slewfoot to a head to a headshot, oh, just go the fuck home, kid. Just go the fuck home, son. Because like, no, no. So I, you know, it's one of those things where Brad wore Patrice's A while Patrice was out, and guess what? Oh my god, he was so good. He was such a good guy wearing that A. Did not do anything. He was like he was leadership material. But I still think that Captain Martian just cracks me the fuck up. It really does. He made Justin Williams reconsider wanting to come back and play <laughs> hockey. You you try to prove differently. Okay? Well, I was just it. He's just like, you know, you know, Mr. Game Seven, how about instead you just retire? Why? Because I am Brad motherfucking Marshawn. Marshy and his antics had Williams just, and they weren't necessarily dirty. They were pest kind of things. But he had the he had him so apoplectic that he just retired. Well, that's just it. Like that's just it. Williams was just a white hot ball of rage that entire that entire series, and like that's that's impressive because like Williams is was known for being you know unflappable that's how you become a mr game seven cool be by being cool cool as a goddamn cucumber yep not- and then he got flapped oh he got <laughs> flapped like a fucking bird it's too bad the bruins aren't the ducks because then he would have really been flapped uh all right 
So is there anything else that we have to say about the Bruins this week? Is there any pressing news things? We talked about Tory Krug being out. We talked about Kevin Miller being dead. And uh, McAvoy's out. And Brett Ritchie is, exists. Still to this day. And my I think ha- that might sum it up. My hockey haiku is just awesome. Hockey haiku. Yes. All right. So why don't we talk about what's happening in the week ahead? Okay, so of course, uh, listeners, uh, as we were sort of live, uh, <laughs> sort of live casting the um, uh, Boston Buffalo game on December twenty ninth. Um, the next game is a Christmas Eve game. It's a New Year's Eve game. My bad. <laughs> on Tuesday, December thirty first, uh, it's a man. It's a Manatee game, one p.m. Eastern time, against the Devils, who no longer have Taylor Hall and. Um, you know what? If things go well, maybe we'll you know come home with maybe we'll come home with a nice shiny Kyle Palmieri. That'd be swell. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. I, I would like that. Uh, they follow this up uh, on Thursday, January second, um, at seven p.m. Eastern time at the Garden um, versus the Columbus Blue Jackets, um, whose coach just absolutely lost his shit at the media over officiating and the review process in the last hour. Good for, Good for you, Torts. You know, exactly. Like it's refreshing to be perfectly honest. Like I like, how, I love how, how calmly Frank, um, my Cassidy is. I also like how, like, just like insanely Frank Torts is just mm-hmm. for different reasons. Yep, officiating is shitty. It's it's been shitty for a while, you yes, know. It has. And the replay and process, review process is so fucked. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And then they follow up on uh, Saturday, January fourth, one p.m. Eastern time. So another oh, two manatees in a week. Yeah, but I like against, a Saturday manatee. So that's that's fair against the Edmonton Oilers, who incidentally one of their beat writers, of course. Dave Staple, because who else would it possibly be? Basically, is on the brink of calling to get McDavid traded because Edmonton Edmonton media is like hags cranked up to eleven on meth. Oh wow! Oh, you guys don't want Connor McDavid anymore? Hmm. We'll trade I, you. I can, uh, uh, te- I can th- think of thirty teams that will trade you a any number of second pairing defensemen for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. oh, he didn't I'll specifically call for the trade, but he's calling things like, oh, he needs to be playing more defensively. It should be like late, late career Steve Eiserman. And blah, 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 blah. That's not his job. Maybe they should be focusing on making the playoffs instead of winning the Air Frost. It's like, oh, you dumb motherfucker. No, okay. First of all, I haven't even watched any Edmonton games, but I can tell you, or this season, but I can tell you what McDavid and Dreitzeidel are doing. They are fucking um, carrying the team. And here's the thing, they haven't been good for a while. It's because the two of them are fucking exhausted because they've been playing 30 minutes a game. I don't know of any other players on the team that are doing anything. Like, there was that brief stretch at the beginning where James Neal was, like, doing things. Yeah. But then, like, you know, he... James Neal. Yeah. Um, So, like, uh, the Oilers fucking blow. And yet somehow it's, it's... McDavid, who's grossly underpaid, to be perfectly fucking frank, at his twelve and a half, um, somehow it's his fault that there isn't that there's no good team around him. 
Like, what the fuck is wrong with Edmonton media? Like, like I recently tweeted complaining about how Toronto media is this the fucking worst. But like, I, I think there's a fucking gas leak in the in the in the in in, in, in the press box in, in Edmonton. I can't. It has been for like ever. <laughs> yeah. Um. It is not Connor McDavid's job to play defense. His his role in your team defense is to have the puck on his stick. Or, sure, fuck. It's his job to play goaltend to be play goalie. I mean, if you were comparing comparing Connor McDavid to Patrice Bergeron, which I'm not in any way going to do because they are not the same kind of player, right? Mm-mm. So Connor McDavid should never be on your penalty kill. All right, not at this point in his career. No, no. Eventually, eventually, he may be more like Sidney Crosby is now. And yes, absolutely should be playing in all three situations, but he's not there yet. Right. You want him playing your entire power play. You want him playing as much of your of your five on five as possible, especially given that you have maybe two other players that are worth mentioning. So maybe you should have other fucking players fucking stepping up. Just or saying. just simply have other actual players as opposed to like, you know, like some guy named Ted you found in a local bar, which is, I assume, which, which I assume the bottom of their roster is, is mostly comprised of guys named Ted. But what just happened? He is very excited about something. They're talking to Brandon Carlo. You can keep talking. Anyway, I'm just saying it's like, it's like their lines are like Dreisaitl McDavid guy, guy, Nugent Hopkins guy, Ted, 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 defense group, Ted, 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 Ted. Yep, they should have other players. It's true. Yeah. Who play? Who don't just take up space? Fuck Zach Cassian. You know. Seriously. Can't stand him. So yeah, that's just what a stupid boneheaded take. Yeah, you know the funny thing about it is like I don't know if he still is, but like at least fairly recently, Dave Staple was the fucking president of the Professional Hockey Writers Association, which is everything you need to know about that organization. I mean, a lot of what you need to know about it's the fact that Hags is the president of the Boston of the Boston chapter. Oh yeah, but like, fuck, 